I'm already live? How can I already be live? How can that possibly be? I'm already live on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. No one tells me anything around here anymore. I'm just the talent. That's all I am. I'm relatively unimportant in the world today. Uh, there we go. I think I smiled for the thumbnail. I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore. Uh, I'm going to come up live on YouTube here right now. There. And I'm trying to... Uh, my phone locked. So I'm desperately working. Desperately working to get us up on Facebook Live as well. So that uh, all of our fan is able to uh, uh, check us out. And uh, hold on, because we're going to be there in just a second. And then all will be right with the world. Uh, hit a starting live video. And then we're officially going to start the program. In three, in two, in one, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages. You are watching... Living on a Thin Line with Tony Vizic. I am Tony Vizic. I come to you every day, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Pacific Time right now. We're officially Mountain Standard Time, but we don't do Daylight Savings Time. So we are one hour behind all the other Mountain Standard Time states and in line with Pacific Time. So we're progressive by being behind an hour for part of the year and regressive by being ahead for one hour. If any of that makes sense to you, then you need to take one of Donald Trump's cognitive tests. Uh, this is your daily distraction. Cow, chicken, monkey, pork butt, fruitcake. Cow, chicky, chicken, monkey, pork butt, fruitcake. There, I guess that I'm a genius. Uh, hello, Tina and Mike Lawson. Good to see you guys here. Um, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? What do we know? Oh, yeah. We are the um, we are your daily diversion for all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla going on in the world today. Do we need distractions? Indeed, we do. Because distractions help clarify the mind. Just like a writer who's sitting at a desk for a long time and then is stuck. He'll get up and walk around. Oftentimes, unfortunately, that writer will then get up and walk around and then walk to on down to a bar and get stinking drunk and end up in a rehab where they're seeing demons and bugs. But then they eventually get back to the typewriter and write a really good novel. So uh, we need our distractions. Uh, major distractions started today uh, with the NBA beginning its season and Major League Baseball beginning their season. And does it look a little weird with, uh, with the NBA with no fans in the stands? I suppose it does. Okay, does it take away a little of the excitement? Possibly. But I don't ever remember... Tuning in to an NBA game, turning on a device, whether it's a television or a computer or a phone, to watch NBA action and go, wow, look at those fans. All I went is those, those sons of bitches. Look at those rich sons of bitches. That's expensive to go to those games. Uh, now they're not there, and I'm just concentrating on the game. It's 6 p.m. tonight. My beloved L.A. Clippers begin their run towards... The end, the his, what will be a historic NBA Finals. The NBA season that was stopped midway. By the way, that's when I knew, <coughs> for me personally, that's when I knew that uh, shit was serious as far as coronavirus goes. When during an NBA game, I believe it was uh, Rudy Gobert of the uh, Utah Jazz, tested positive right before a game uh, while he was on the court. They told me he tested positive. Not only did they take Rudy off the court, 
They took all the teams off the court to cancel the game and told the fans to leave immediately. Um, the NBA is one of the best sports leagues going right now. It's the most progressive, the most aware, uh, some of the best athletes, uh, all of them, you know, whether it's soccer, hockey, that's a sport. It's not play with a ball. Uh, football uh, and uh, baseball uh, are all doing their share to a certain extent, but more the NBA. I'm so happy that uh, at this point in my life that I am an NBA fam- fan. I think they, uh, uh, they bring a great game to the court, a great game to watch live or in person, and uh, they do uh, a great job in bringing the world together because so many different uh, people from different countries come and play uh, the NBA. Uh, Croatians and Serbs playing together on the same court, you know, and that tells you something right there. Chinese, French, uh, throughout the world uh, represented on NBA courts, uh, and I just think it's a wonderful sport. And tonight at 6 p.m., like I said, the Clippers begin their historic run to becoming the NBA champs, not the Lakers. Let me be clear. It's not going to be the Lakers this year. But it's going to be Kawhi Leonard. This is his year. And you know what? In the next two or three years, Kawhi Leonard, look forward to that great Clipper dynasty. Happened to Boston. Happened to Boston after years of being losers. Happened to the Cubs after years of being losers. And the Clippers are going to turn it all around. And when the Clippers turn it around is when things are going to get better. They're going to get better. All right. That was just a bunch of uh, hoo-ha. Uh, and all my, all those words carry about as much weight as anything that is said from uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue nowadays. Uh, those are just my uh, prognostications. Hey, uh, some fun things to tell you about this Sunday night. This Sunday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We are going to uh, be presenting Tony Vizic Presents Sunday Night's Funnier on Zoom. These are the shows where you can die laughing but not from coronavirus because you're able to watch it from the safety of your own home. The cool thing about these shows, no, they're not big names. Yes, they are newer comics. We're uh, finding their way. But if you do this, you're kind of present at the creation. We have had the good fortune in almost 20 years now of running ComedySchools.com to see people who have been involved with us go from their very first beginning stand-up free intro comedy workshop to a national television. Many, many, many have. Okay, and... Uh, for those who saw Josh McDermott in his early days or saw Jonathan Gregory in his early days, saw Michael Longfellow in his early days, uh, and there's others, they're able to say that. And everyone's why I run into them and go, I was at one of his very first shows and now he's on this and I just saw him on TV. And it's cool to be present at the creation. By coming to the Sunday night's funnier shows, you are present at the creation. Tickets are only 10 bucks when you buy a ticket to Tony Vizic Presents. You're buying three things, ladies and gentlemen. You are buying uh, entertainment. you damn right. Good entertainment, fun entertainment. You're buying an hour of fun. One hour of fun, and you deserve an hour of fun. You're buying one hour of fun. You're also helping keep the American economy going for private enterprise because we use portions of the proceeds to pay the artists. And we donate money to the Maricopa Food Pantry uh, every week. Uh, a wonderful group of people who uh, make sure that uh, the people in the city of Maricopa and surrounding areas, uh, never have to go to bed hungry. And by donating on a weekly basis, we're doing more for them than the city that they actually serve. So buy a ticket, go to comedyschools.com, click get tickets, easy to buy a ticket, okay? Hell, buy a ticket and give it to a friend. If you're too busy on Sunday, if that's your whittling day, and I get it at this age, you go, well, you know what, I would watch it, but those are the days I whittle. I get out my get out my knife, my whittling knife, and I get myself a 
chunk of wood, and I make uh, exact replicas of the Madonna. Not the religious one, the lady who sings that wears a brassiere on the outside of her uh, clothes. So <laughs> if, you are, uh, if you are one that whittles on Sunday, uh, buy a ticket and give it to a friend. A friend. You get friends. So do that. Uh, this show is built around, it's on three platforms. It's built around three things. It's on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. It's on YouTube on Comedy Schools. And it's on Facebook Live on my personal page, Tony Visick. Three places. It's on three platforms. It's built around three things. Uh, interaction with you, the audience, with your questions and comments on one of the three aforementioned platforms, which we try to answer. Okay? Sometimes we just make shit up. But uh, it's an answer. Hey, it's an answer. Um, and also, we, um, uh, we uh, exhibit some piece of memorabilia, a uh, piece of memorabilia, an autograph, a memento, something interesting we've had laying around the home office here. And we've got a cool one for you today. I'm going to show it to you in just a moment. So hang on. And we also recommend two artists or two pieces of music based off of our vast vinyl album collection. And I think it's altogether possible, and I'd really have to go back and check, that we've talked about these two artists before. These are completely different records, uh, and both of these records uh, uh, have merit on their own that we're going to recommend. So um, the first thing is, let's get to the stuff. Now, I'm not going to address the long-going controversy as whether I'm a collector of bobbleheads. Do I own a lot of bobbleheads? You're damn right. Okay. Do I get a kick out of bobbleheads? Yes, I do. Do I consider myself a collector? No, I don't. I'm not looking out looking for that rare bobblehead. I'm not on eBay all night going, ooh, I don't have that one. I just, as they come to me, I take them. I'm kind of like, you know what I am? I'm an orphanage. I am an orphanage for unwanted bobbleheads. And when Randy Ioma tunes in, and he will, David John, going by a different name here on Facebook. Kevin Brown, going by Kevin Brown. Are any of you watching right now? When Randy Ioma tunes in, turns on, our Bob Rocky, a.k.a. Robert Aguirre, you tell them Tony Visick is not a collector of bobbleheads. I am an orphanage. For unwanted bobbleheads. My home is the island of lost toys. It is broken toys. I don't remember. How did that movie go? That's who we are. That's what we do. Our charity doesn't just extend to living human beings. But to one-time beloved toys that were clutched to the bosom of a young child that sat on a mantle and they looked at them with awe and wonder. And then somehow, somehow in their life, they just one day said to toss them aside. And then... We find them in curio shops, secondhand shops, little odd places, and we rescue them. Okay, this is like Toy Story with bobbleheads. Okay, and I'm the kid, only I'm 65. That being said, here's our bobblehead for the day. It is A.J. Pollock. Okay, it is A.J. Pollock. All right, uh, interesting kind of bobblehead. I'm going to get into it a little bit more in a little bit. Okay, he was, is an Arizona Diamondback. I don't know. He was number 11. There he is, YouTubers. There he is. Look, that's a good bobblehead. Why is this such a cool bobblehead? Why might this bobblehead be of some value? All right, first off, this was given out by uh, Cox Communication. That's right, Cox Communication. You can make all your Cox jokes if you want. 
you know, we uh, our cable went out. We can't get our cocks. Um, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. You go ahead and do them. I'm not doing them anymore. Um, here it is, okay? And on the back, it says Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. I'm Mr. Haney now. Star Wars Day at Chase Field. That's what that says. So these were only released on days that were officially Star Wars Day. And as you can see, he's dressed. I don't know enough about Star Wars, but there's like a Star Wars outfit. I think he's one of the, uh, uh, I don't know, what is he? Anybody know Star Wars? Know what that, that uniform is? Anybody know? Craig Buckeye, David Van Winkle, Kevin Brown, anybody? You want to help a brother out here? Okay, Tina Mike Lawson. Uh, sort of ninja looking shit. And he's got a baseball in it, baseball bat in his hand. Star Wars outfit, baseball bat in his hand. Ball player. Here's the cool thing. This unscrews. Look at this. Ah, it comes off. And then, unfortunately, the, uh, the threads don't work properly, but it can be replaced with a lightsaber. So, uh, like I said, the uh, threads are a little rough. We tried to screw it in with the lightsaber, and it doesn't quite. You know why? Because baseball is a game of peace. So, uh, but it came with a uh, detachable ball bat. How cool is that? We're going to try to get the ball bat back in there. Nice. So this is a really cool, uh, this is a really cool uh, bobblehead. AJ Pollock, Arizona Diamondbacks. It goes into the uh, grouping that we have, not collection. Okay. So um, what else? There was something else I want to tell you. Oh, this coming Tuesday, Imperial, Imperial Uniform. Thank you. Thank you, David John. It's the Imperial Uniform. That's right. The Empire. Not the Empire. The Empire. Okay. Is that right, David? Does anybody else know? Anybody want to tell me? Huh? Yeah, Death Star. My, now my producer, who happens to be my wife, Shirley, is uh, finally helping me out here. Um, <clears throat> I have to apologize about yesterday a little bit. I, uh, I was a little under weather. We did a short show. You know, I probably should have taken the day off, but I didn't. But we're feeling much better today. And uh, I think we're going to be able to do the entire half hour. I think I have the energy for that. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, Watch closely on my Facebook page. Primarily, there are also my Instagram and my Twitter. I don't use Twitter a lot, man. It's creepy. That's some sort of deep, dark hole there. You know, there's weird stuff going on on Twitter. Uh, for me, personally, that's how I feel. But um, uh, watch for an announcement about our next live in-person show. Uh, yes, things are very uh, deadly and difficult right now. But once every five or six weeks of show... So we do a socially distanced, well-masked live show. And if you live in the greater Phoenix area, uh, we'll be telling you about it and how you can, uh, how you can, uh, uh, we're going to try to set up this time so that even our Zoom audience is able to uh, tune into that show because it will be a combination of live performers on stage and Zoom show. So that's coming up. And we'll be back at the Tempe Center of the Arts. Uh, we would like to be back now, but uh, we want to be back when it's safe. Not only for us, but more importantly for all the people who uh, want to join us, that we can offer as safe an environment as possible. So uh, if we all work towards that, if we all practice social distancing, what's our hands, mask it up. If the whole country would just do that, we could get this economy and the entertainment industry, which has suffered one of the uh, one, been one of the greatest casualties of uh, the coronavirus, get it all back on track.
But here are some things you can entertain yourself with. We have here, and this is a rarity, a Judy Collins album. And it's early on. It's early on in this, uh, uh, this uh, Canadian songbird's career. Uh, this is on Electra Records, the same uh, uh, record company that the Doers were on. And it's In My Life, Judy Collins. Now, if you don't know Judy Collins um, and you want to hear one of the most beautiful voices ever recorded, please, please check her out. Now, her big hit was, uh, um, her two big hits was It's a Hard Time for Lovers and uh, um, uh, Both Sides Now. Although she did not write Both Sides Now. I don't think she wrote It's a Hard Time for Lovers. She was not a songwriter. She's still with us. She is not. What's it? What was that? Oh, it's Send in the Clowns? Oh, yeah. She did a, a stunning version of Send in the Clowns, which is from a Broadway play. But she, uh, just like uh, Dawning of the Age of Aquarius was uh, brought to America by the Fifth Dimension, but it was from the musical Hair, Send in the Clowns is from a, uh, another, is from a play as well. Uh, those were her big hits. This album doesn't have them, but has great versions of uh, uh, other people's work. She kicks it off with Tom Thumb's Blues by Bob Dylan. Uh, Hard Lovin' Loser by uh, Dennis Farina. Uh, Pirate Jenny, Bertolt Brecht, Wheel and Blitzman, which means that that's from Three Penny Opera. Okay, uh, Suzanne, Leonard Cohen's stunningly beautiful song poet poem that... Uh, uh, never fails to mesmerize when it's done by even a halfway decent artist. But I think my familiarity with the song Suzanne started with Judy Collins, and she was my doorway into uh, Leonard Cohen. Uh, La Colombe. Uh, and then on side two, uh, Marat Saad. Homage to Marat. Marat were poor. People's reaction. Poor old mask. So that was from uh, the uh, play. Uh, it's got a long title. Uh, the Inmates at the Asylum um, with Marat Saad. I actually saw the play when I was a kid. Uh, I think it's going to rain today by Randy Newman. Sunny Gooch Street by Donovan. Uh, Liverpool Lullaby, which uh, has no uh, mention here of a songwriter. Uh, Dress Rehearsal Rag by Leonard Cohen. And In My Life by Lennon and McCartney. So this is her interpretations of all of these songs. And I'm not going to say that Judy Collins' interpretation of In My Life, the great Beatles song, is better than the Beatles version, but it's certainly a very wonderful alternative that really brings something to it. And, of course, her version of Suzanne with her voice, listen to it. It will haunt you. It will haunt you in a good way. So please check out Judy Collins. You can check out her hits, but also check out her version of Suzanne and her version of the Beatles' In My Life. And I think we will have done you a great service by asking you to check that out. Um, we've had no other comments since Imperial Uniform, so we will move on. We'll move on. Uh, the next artist we want to tell you about is one, probably everyone knows this name. By the time you reach a certain age, you've heard the name. If you're six, maybe it doesn't register with you. If you're 10, but by the time you get in your late teens, you've heard of, even if you don't know the work of, because her legend was larger than her life, and it was a large life. Miss Billie Holiday. Miss Billie Holiday. Now, how did I become aware of Billie Holiday? Uh, not because of my uh, uh, great love of music and my in-depth uh, investigation of all things uh, uh, 
music, but from a movie that came out when I was quite young, uh, maybe in my late teens, early 20s, called Lady Sings the Blues, where Diana Ross, who is, uh, uh, you know, you don't give her short shrift in the singing department, played Billie Holiday in a stunning movie about the life of Billie Holiday. A rather tragic life, too. Uh, an African-American woman of enormous talent coming up in America in the 20s and 40s who uh, uh, suffered um, uh, many depredations, uh, saw a lynching one time that uh, never quite left her, uh, went through all the shit that black artists went through in those days, playing large clubs where there were just adulation and standing ovations and not being able to come through the front door, had to come through the kitchen. You know, I just got to say this, okay? He's an old white guy. I'm going to say this, okay? If everyone had been a little more honest a little while back, the country wouldn't have to confront in, such, in the ways that it is all of the injustice and inequities that have existed, okay? If we all went, damn it, we've done wrong, let's fix it early on. But every time from integration of public schools in Arkansas to the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act and the Fair Housing Acts of the 60s, okay, and to a little more open society in the 70s, every time the beginning of black artists having their own television shows and not playing maids, playing lead characters, every time we make progress. The blowback is vicious. And if you don't believe me, let's just look at the last two national elections. And we only have one national election. That's for president. It's the only time the whole country comes together and votes on something. Barack Obama to Donald Trump. Great progress made and then progress pulled back. Women like Billie Holiday... There's a tragic story, and I believe it was, uh, uh, what singer was it? It wasn't Billie Holiday. I want to say it was someone like Leslie Uggams or something. Uh, and if anybody knows exactly, was playing Las Vegas and, of course, was supposed to go in through the kitchen, you know, separate room and all this shit. And she happened to be out by the pool, okay? And this might have been at the Riviera uh, Hotel. And so the way everybody was looking at her and acting defiance, she just dipped one single toe into the water. One single toe into the water. And later on, as she went back out of the pool, the pool had been shut down and the entire pool had been drained because an African-American woman had dipped one toe into a large public pool. Has there been progress since then? I suppose. I suppose there is. Yes. Okay. That's not going to happen. But so many other things do happen. And a woman like Billie Holiday came up, came up in that horribly segregated America where the segregation was even more pronounced for people like her uh, because she wasn't a black person living in a, uh, a segregated black community and just interacting with black people all the time. A lot, of seg a lot of injustice there, but the injustice being so very pronounced for our great performers of that time who went out and sang and danced and did all these things for white audiences and then had to go and stand in the back of the line. That being said... Uh, there's some great tunes on here. Great tunes. Uh, I'm trying to take a look here to think. I can't pretend. Billie Holiday and her orchestra from 1936. If My Heart Could Only Talk. 1937. 
Have myself a time. Long gone blues. Ghost of yesterday. I'm all for you. I hear music. It's the same old story. Practice makes perfect. St. Louis blues. Great version of that uh, ancient classic. Loveless love. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Okay, which is a, uh, I believe, a Cole Porter song. Birds do it. Bees do it. Flowers in the trees do it. Come on, let's do it. Let's fall in love. She does a 10 times better version than me. Uh, Georgia, which is actually Georgia on my mind. Romance are all of me, uh, which is one of my all-time favorite Tin Pan Alley songs. Uh, and, of course, there's more songs here. Jim, uh, I cover the waterfront. Jim, which I think is from uh, Porgy and Bess. I cover the waterfront. Love, uh, love me or leave me. Gloomy Sunday. Mandy, too. It, it's a sin to tell a lie, which I love that. There was a version by the Ink Spots when I was a kid that I loved. I love you. Yes, I do. I love you. But her version of God Bless the Child. God bless the child. And if you're my age, the age of a lot of people watching, you know, we know God bless the child from blood, sweat, and tears. It's another way we kind of got entrance into Billie Holiday. Um, stunning. And Billie Holiday had one of those incredible voices and was able to do the same thing that people like Frank Sinatra were able to do. So effortless. So effortless in their command that it made you feel like you could do it. And you could come close. You could come close. Everybody who's ever tried to sing a Frank Sinatra tune just to themselves in the car, in the shower, walking around the house, it almost seems like you can kind of come close. But it's that one special. It's not like an opera singer. You go, well, I can't do that. That's an eight octave range. They were phraseologists. They were phraseologists and stunning. And you listen to her and you go, wow. And if you sing along with a Billie Holiday song, there's points where you come in where you think that's where you come in, and she's waited a quarter beat or a half beat, okay, or extended out over a half beat. And what she's able to do with the song, few can replicate. Few can replicate. Many have tried what Billie Holiday can do. So if you want to listen to wonderful music, if you're going, wow, there's nothing new, and it's hard to read a book right now because it's hard to concentrate because I got so much information coming at me so fast, I don't know what the hell's going on, okay? Music is oftentimes the answer, my friend. And if you really want to open up and explore a new vista and listen to poetry, the sound of the voice of these two artists is the poetry. Besides the fact that the words are poetic, the sound of their voice is the poetry. The sound of Judy Collins' voice is the poetry. The sound of Billie Holiday's voice is poetry that few could write. Just the way she hits a C or a G says more than most Shakespearean sonnets. So please listen to God Bless the Child by Billie Holiday. Please listen to Suzanne by Judy Collins, and you will be happier and richer for it. All right, so, uh, hey, we're going to wrap up. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That'll be Friday. Okay, the end of the week, not the end of the week for us because we got a great Saturday. Saturday, 7 p.m., free for you. This show at 7 p.m. on Saturdays, living on a thin line. Sunday, we're back at 2 p.m. Sunday night. Buy your ticket now. Go to ComedySchools.com or ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com and buy a ticket to Tony Vizic Presents Sunday Night's Funnier. Very funny comics this week. I want you to see them. I want you to enjoy yourself. All right? And go Clippers. All right. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line. I'm Tony Vizic. Bye-bye.